thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome pilots, you've tuned to the Guard Frequency, because as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 215 of the best damn space sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, May 25th, made available for download on Tuesday, May 29th, 2018, over at GuardFrequency.com. I'm Tony. I'm Jeff. And I'm Ken Shadow. Tonight, Henry's getting onto the stream. And to into his car. Right, Tony? That's right, Ken Shadow. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak or Facebook.com forward slash GuardFreak. Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. Hey, you! If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at feeds.guardfrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything on Friday nights, we know, then you should come and join us at 10.30 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency live over at twitch.tv slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? You want to help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? Please consider supporting the show by visiting our website, clicking on the Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all of our Patreons who support us week on week. We hope you'll consider joining them, because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And don't you forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. And Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the worlds of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover all their secrets. And the housekeeping is done, so let's get on with the show. What have we got in store this week, Mr. T? In this week's Flight Deck, we bring you all the headlines from simulated space, including the latest news from Hellion, Elite Dangerous, and Star Citizen. Next, we'll get to the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDonough on Galactic Public Radio. Then Commander Kinetic Impulsor teaches you a thing or two about bullets and nuggets for nuggets. After that, we continue with our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, as our pilots still try to get into a building somehow. Really? Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's going to be a great show. It's time to head out to the flight deck. <laughs> 3175 Port Bay, hands on approach. Checkers green, call the ball. Don't get technical with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. Hellion has a new update with a smaller and more maneuverable starter ship, so you can die horribly in a much more agile way. Elite Dangerous is trying something new this weekend. In-game discounts on upgrades and trade routes. Do they want cheeks and seats for something interesting, or did they just have a coupon for Amazon for a few thousand free server hours? Star Citizen is selling two more versions of the Misk Razor, and you can't buy CitizenCon tickets anymore. Until the next time they sell them. And controversy royals with the new EU privacy policy. So here goes the European Union, tromping all over our freedoms again, as Merkins being all imperialistic and whatnot. It's like we've been conquered by England again, except England's not in the EU anymore. I'm so confused. 
I am too, because it sounds to me, uh, some of the policy pro- uh, policies I've been reading sounds more like, hey, why don't we have those? <laughs> yeah, Jeff's jealous. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> no, I think, I, no, yeah, no, I, I, I tease, I kid, I kid, but some of them are pretty good. Yeah, you did this, did this last week. They gave away something, right? Uh, yeah, anybody who re-upped, uh, no matter what side of the Atlantic you were on, got a uh, free anaconda skin. Which uh, there's there's two problems with the anaconda skin. Number one, you have to have an anaconda, you know, which is an end game ship, which is really hard to, you know, I mean, you gotta have lots of you know, hundred million credits plus to get it. And number two, it's not getting delivered to Q till Q four, yeah. Which I think is also a little strange. Like you know, here in six months you'll it's have also, it. It's also it's also I mean, personal opinion here, but it's also not very pretty in my opinion. It looks kind of it is a little yeah. ugly. <laughs> it's it like, is it's it is it's like. This was like a reject yeah, skin. This was like one they weren't going to use until they sort of like needed it, and they're not really excited about putting it's it like in. It's like an 80s dance so. party, drank a little too much alcohol and got <laughs> sick and threw up all over an anaconda. That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so so we've 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 heard from we've heard from Brian on his on his take on the uh, on that. But Star Citizen uh, they 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 haven't avoided controversy either. Well, when they're, it comes they're to doing this the new same thing. thing and they're giving away some free in-game credits. And uh, anybody that do, that re-ups to this to the newsletter or whatever gets into their um, it gets into a drawing for a spaceship. Um, but they're only allowing people that live in the EU to participate in in either of those things. And so there was there were some upset faces in the 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 verse. Well, I've got a solution. They they can just move to the EU. Yeah, that's exactly it. I'll bet they're doing that because when the regulations change over here, they're going to want to run the same special again and offer the same prize. And if people have already re-upped, and then there's no incentive to re-up again in the uh, in uh, the states, because I'm sure that I'm, that I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry. What, what country do you think we live in? This is this is this is the country that is like that we we we've, we've already overdone uh, net exactly. neutrality. We're not. Yeah, you we're don't not, think we're going to get this regulation? This is not in the cards for you us. You don't think that's going to happen? This is not in the cards for us, Henry. Not not anytime soon. Speaking as a former politician, a former attempted politician, let's put it that way. Yeah, my 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 expert opinion is. Don't I, worry I don't know. That's if cool. you end up with if we end up with that blue wave or whatever the crap people keep 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 babbling on about, I think uh, you might get a little little enough swing towards you know people's internet rights ish kind of stuff, but I still doubt it. There's too many. Sure. No sure. matter, I mean, no matter it, the color, there's too many people in too many pockets. I will say one thing for the European Union's regulation, which we were talking about before the show. You get those things in your email inbox and you just ignore them and you'll never hear from those companies again. It's like the best. It's like the best thing ever. Now, I responded to the uh, to the Elite Dangerous one because, number one, that rock and anaconda skin. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, but I, and also I want the I might, I might just buy an uh, anaconda just so I can use my skin in Q4. Yeah, That's right. That's I can right, play baby. all the Cindy Lopper, you know, you can stuff in your head. <laughs> we'll we'll have to get to we'll have to get internet rights to play Cindy Lopper to make just that wanna happen. Have fun. Speaking of Elite Dangerous, we'll we'll just move into that one. They are trying something new this week, which I don't think they've ever done before. And I'll, I'll rely on my fellow host to correct me if I'm wrong, and the internet and our listeners also. They're offering in-game discounts to people that log in this weekend in the form of uh, trade bonuses and engineering material downgrades, essentially. Uh, things that used to cost grade 5 materials now cost grade 4. So that's kind of awesome and interesting. And uh, I was wondering, uh, they could be running some sort of, like, 
test this weekend. I don't know if they just want more people on the server. It's kind of or a weird what, weekend to do with it being a holiday weekend in the U.S. Or maybe not. Like, if you're not going out to the lake and you're just sitting on your yeah, butt. Yeah, isn't that more opportunity for people to play because they won't be at work? Maybe this weekend's when Saul will get invaded by the Thargoids. <laughs> they want everybody yeah, online well, that to kind, see. That was kind of my spec- yeah. Yeah, well, that was kind of my speculation on the whole, are they going to do something crazy this weekend and they just want more people on there to, to witness it or, or what? I, I don't know. I, I just thought this was, we see this feature in other, you know, MMOs, you know, XP bonus weekends and, you know, crafting bonus weekends and all sort of kind of stuff. But this is a new, a new thing for Elite Dangerous. And I just uh, didn't know. So, Henry, you've, you've had a chance, have you had a chance to get along and, and give it a try? Yeah, or? I flew for hours tonight. It was great. I plan to fly again after the show, um, get in and play some Elite for a while. It's going to be great. But I have a thought about that. Uh, the reason they're doing this, all the other games you mentioned that that do this kind of thing, they're doing that so that people will play, just for the sake of getting. You know, when people are playing, they're going to be tempted to use the cash store. So this is probably just the same uh, reason to implement it that any other game does. They want to get people playing so that they'll be hitting that cash store. It's just them trying a new route for that, probably. And I get that. Cool. Hit the uh, the uh, store and get some yeah, and see, some paint jobs and stuff. Go for it. I wonder really how much money that Frontier makes off of its cash store. I mean, it's all cosmetic for the most part. So do people, do they get actually a lot of money? I mean, I, I see like the diehards, you know, throw a couple of bucks here and there, but it's hard to spend a lot there. I mean, really. Well, if, if you buy everything, you could spend a lot. Sure, but you'd have to own all the ships, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm into them for probably 50 or $60 worth of skins. Um, guard frequency... If you if you're nice to us, we'll buy you purple lasers. <laughs> uh, so you know, I mean, we'll we'll it, you know if you, if you if you perform service above and beyond the call of duty to guard frequency, we'll get you a set of purple lasers. So, I mean, it I you could spend a lot of money on it, but I don't think that they earn a bunch. I think it's a way for quote the whales to keep nickel and diamond away at it, um, three and four dollars at a time. Haha, <laughs> whales. Um, but I think, but I, I think it's there mostly just for uh, an additional revenue stream, right? It's it's there if you want it. It's it. I don't think it, they don't. I don't think they base any revenue projections off of it or much of any revenue projections off of it. Uh, but it, it's there. It's I nice. I think they would have to them. be basing that off of that. I thought it has to be a big part of their income because they're not selling new games constantly for elite players, but they're still working on it. And something's driving the development of that content, and it's not always going to be selling new boxed copies. It's got to be people like us going in and buying the Raider kit, uh, ship kit, stuff like that. Because, you know, they wouldn't be able to put the development time into it. And true, they're only making ship kits and skins, but when I say only making, it's not like they're making huge expansions like Horizons every day. But I think those things are a good way for companies to make money and probably a, a large portion of their income these days. I wouldn't be surprised if the part of conceiving of the game is how do we continue to monetize it once it's been sold because you don't want to just sell a box and be done with it anymore yeah the the, the, the problem this is this is where i kind of I, di- I just i agree with you that it's an important part of the strategy but i disagree with you to the degree and we could both be right we could both like we could both be wrong i don't know but the the games that i'm aware of that that have that constant monetization are typically free to play where they don't sell a box copy yeah, at all. that's true but they have, but they have a much the range of prices available in the cash shop go from, you know, single digit currency to low to mid three digit items, right? You know, hundreds or a couple hundred bucks. 
frontier is like single digit to mid two digits. Yeah. And that's if you buy the t-shirt. That's if you're getting a sweatshirt or you know or something like that. So I mean, it's it's I I I that's why that's what makes me think that they do rely mostly on copy sales, which is why you see that the pretty constantly it goes on sale on Steam, twenty five percent off, fifty percent off. I mean, they do run sales pretty relatively frequently um, through through uh, electronic uh, distribution. But I I think it's an important part, but not more like a temperature taking gauge, right? They probably do you, they probably do see a spike if they have a higher player concentration. And someone sees an ass land at the dock with this snazzy paint job, they probably go, "That looks cool. I need that for my ship." So, yeah, that, 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 that's probably, I think, a, an angle for it. But or, or or if they're they're really big Cindy Lauper fans and they see the Anaconda skin and they're like, "Gotta get me some." Mm, Got to girls just want to exactly. have fun and and they like having fun in an Anaconda with a quarter four GDPR compliant. And a exactly. Skin. That's what they like. That's how girls have fun. Uh, and uh, finally, this week I, uh, we talked a little bit. Uh, Brian made a point about Hellion last week about it being you know kind of a survival game. And I thought well, we should check in on them. And they just had an update last week, which uh, included a new starter ship, which is going to be a lot smaller and a lot more maneuverable. Uh, they also had a raft of patch changes. We'll put a link in the show notes for it. So if you're interested in. Uh, Hellion, that's uh, moving right along. They have not died, and they are uh, continuing to up, uh, update that game. Uh, so, if anybody's interested, they can check the link in the show notes. Uh, check out Hellion. I'll try playing again th- that again this week. I mean, I liked I, I I played it a couple of patches ago, and it was still fun. That new ship, I guess, was which is in the picture in the show in the uh, thing, uh, looks pretty cool. Uh, I wonder. I wonder how it's going to change the gameplay, though, because for the whole game, you've basically started with the same ship always, and it has, like, multiple ports on it and, um, you know, all these bays and stuff for storage and refining, so... It, it seems to me that the changes they made, they want you to... They want you to take a small ship and zoom around more, right? Like, it's... With, with the way they had it before, it was like you almost you almost had kind of your own mini base at the beginning, almost, like it had a lot of the stuff, like it had a lot of the the structure and function you might have needed. You just had to go find bits and pieces to make it work again. This one, I think, they want you to scoot around a lot more. It just seems to me like they want, you know, that that'll increase your chances of interacting with other players. It'll put you in different situations, different types of danger. Uh, it just seems like they want you to get around the the the, the space universe. A yeah, it seems reading it a little bit. It seems like it's not multiple decks anymore it's just a single deck that has it's basically just an airlock and a drive yeah yeah they want you out they want you they want you that to doesn't sound like out. you're mining with this guy anymore think any, any of the other kind of stuff you get to find i guess yeah. find the other bigger ship they don't really say how you get the bigger ship i suspect that's probably what it is you know you, zo- you zoom around and acquire resources you learn how to play the game in the tiny ship and then once you ha- are familiar with the mechanics and and docking and all the other kind of thing then you get the bigger ship and you really kit it out so the story it's like the tutorial level the story for hellion isn't really developed yet right i mean it's still kind of there's a background there's not really a, a storyline yeah there's not like a mission going on so i don't know getting to the bigger ship i don't know that there is really a point i think they're still giving you more toys to play with and then you i think eventually there will be, them in the they, they have kind of hinted there will be eventually a story um the general story is that you are a colonist you're you're on some sort of big ship that's going to like this distant solar system and then you wake up and you're there, but 
like you're in a, basically an escape pod. You're you're basically in a room that just has like a cryo chamber and that it's broken off of something bigger. And like there are like ship pieces scattered all over the system. And so that's mostly what you're doing is flying around, finding signals, going to a ship piece, collecting it and bringing it back to your base and like adding on to your base. That's like a good portion of the gameplay. Uh, I like piece- the background. I like that. I think it's neat that... Uh- you would still be en route and this catastrophe would happen and you wouldn't even be aware of it. Because from what I understand, isn't it, you're not, you're, you're not the only ship that blew up, right? Uh, I, I assume it's like a whole swarm of them or something yeah. like that. I mean, but there, yeah. or, and, and it was, it seems like there was, yeah, it seems like there was some sort of war they kind of hint at it as well. Some sort of um, earlier settlers maybe had a war. I, I don't know. But they, they, they don't really give, give too much detail. But they, again, there are pieces of stuff all over where everywhere and and some of the idea is that you know this stuff has been there for a while and it's been used and discarded and used and discarded and so you know you'll find things it's like oh look an empty ammo clip <laughs> you know why is there an empty ammo clip right as similarly with like parts of varying qualities that you know if all and you're trying to get your ship running on stuff that has already been used and discarded obviously things like that Reminds me a bit of the Voyager episode where they were trapped in the anomaly and everybody was fighting for resources because nobody was ever getting out of there. It's really similar to what they've got going on at this uh, this colony world gone wrong. There's no worlds, by the way. Just to be clear, it's, yeah, you're all, just you're, stuck in the uh, you're yeah. stuck in like in a system in a star system. I yeah, 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 yeah. I, I imagine I imagine a lot of this stuff is going to be kept in reserve for the release of the game when they actually tell you what the narrative is and 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 walk you through it. So. Uh, yep. So just wanted to give you guys an update on that. We're kind of keeping an eye on that one as well. And if there's any other Space Sim games you guys are interested in us, you know, keeping a weather eye on, you know, be sure to let us know. All right, now that we're all caught up with Space Sim news, let's get caught up on Space News with Galactic Public Radio. Good evening from Galactic Public Radio on NC. I'm Spencer McDunn, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. There is a festive atmosphere for around the galaxy this week. For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Spencer. And what many are suspecting is a coordinated effort by the galactic superpowers, it seems that an unofficial holiday has been declared throughout the bubble. First, Imperial news feeds have been inundated with speculation and gossip regarding the love life of Imperial Princess Aisling Duval. With detail more characteristic of a live game show than political matchmaking, entertainment journalist Solomon Helios has publicly named three men as top contenders for the media mogul's romantic attention. Senator Caspian Leopold, a wealthy imperial politician, Mr. Jarl Toredo, an anti-slavery political activist, and Federation Ambassador Jordan Rochester. Numerous spin-off reports detailing the minutia of these three men fill the screens when the image of the princess herself takes a brief hiatus. Next, Los Chupacabras, an independent faction based in the Federation-controlled LFT-926 system, announced plans for a massive music festival. Placing an open order for beer, tobacco, coffee, and narcotics, the Jailhouse Rock and Blues Music Festival is thumbing its nose at stodgy federal norms and inviting the human race to a galactic party. Finally, in a move widely seen as backed by the Trade Dependent Alliance, all trade revenue tax collection has been suspended for the next week. 
While the move has been credited as a need to evaluate current burdens and collection strategies, many see this as little more than an artificial boost to an economy straining under the combined blows of an alien invasion and a spike in pirate activity. Is the current circus atmosphere merely a coincidence of happenstance? Or have our governments decided humanity should party like it's $39.99? For Galactic Public Radio, in orbit around Emerald in the PRISM system, I'm Smoo Furnace. Thanks, Smoo. Federal authorities are dealing with the aftermath of three assassinations attributed to the League of Reparation. Ezra Lux Kumar of Biggs Colony, Altair Systems, was found dead in his home. Early reports indicate that traces of the same nerve toxin found in the body of Imperial Center Cartaceous were also present on the scene of Mr. Lux Kumar's death. Additionally, two unidentified pilot Federation members were killed in Federation space, one in the Rhea system and the other in Delta Pavonis. Both halls had the words For Jameson etched in the plating by military-grade lasers. Senior agent Tanya Ramirez of the Federation Intelligence Agency made this statement, quote, We are collecting data from all three sites and working closely with other Tri-Powers Task Force investigating the League of Reparation. Genealogy databases are being consulted to identify potential targets with the ancestry connected with the INRA, so we might be more proactive in ensuring their safety. End quote. Law enforcement officials from the three superpowers have refused to comment to GPR regarding steps that local systems have taken in response to the rash of murders. They have directed all questions to Captain Sutonia of the Imperial Internal Security Service. In related news, following the death of Fleet Admiral Talmac Buchanan at the hands of the League of Reparations, Commodore Riri McAllister of the Alliance Defense Force has been appointed to the Council of Admirals. As a required formality, she has been promoted to Rear Admiral bypassing more senior candidates from the ADF Admiralty. As the most junior-ranked officer on the Council, as well as the youngest person ever appointed, the nomination has caused some controversy. Councilmember Admiral George Verma defended the appointments, stating, quote, Despite her relative youth, McAllister is one of the most decorated combat veterans and a master strategist. This makes her an excellent choice to help defend the Alliance, end quote. McAllister, from the LAVE system, will assume command of its navy, one of the six Alliance fleets that make up the Alliance Defense Force. In addition to her naval duties, Admiral McAllister will reportedly be assisting in the hunt for the League of Reparation. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night. As you are pilots, I'm Commander Kinetic Impulsor from Guard Frequency Response, here with the essential tips to get you around the deep black and back home again. Today I'm briefing you on Kinetic Weapons in Elite Dangerous. We noticed some of your rooks having issues with this and scheduled some training. Kinetic weapons may be old-fashioned, but choosing the right one can be the difference between your future as a warm-blooded CO2 generator and a grease stain on my flight deck. 
One of the first things you learn as a rook pilot is that Sir Isaac Newton is the deadliest son of a bitch in space. Colliding with spacecraft and starports, getting sucked into gravity wells, bouncing around inside the jets of a neutron star, mass combined with acceleration will kill pilots 7 out of 10 times in the deep black. And that's just by happenstance and incompetence. If someone's trying to kill you, well, they can't go wrong with the old one-half MV squared method. For your current space warriors and space warrior wannabes, the choice of kinetic kill projectile comes in three basic flavors. The cannon, the multi-cannon, and the frag cannon. But before I break these down, remember a few general rules. First, any ship with an automatically configured magnetoplasma envelope will not be particularly vulnerable to kinetic impacts. I'm talking about shields, nuggets. If you see acne rings on your threat display, choosing lasers, plasma, or anything that does thermal damage is a better bet. Second, your ammo is limited, even if you can synthesize reloads. So trigger discipline and stores management is important when using kinetic weapons. And last, because the mechanics of the weapons are tied to mass, distance, and velocity, the rounds take time to land, and sometimes the weapons take a minute to spin up. Experiment with them and don't be afraid to change the sight mechanics in your right-hand panel under the Functions tab. Some of you like leading sights, some like trailing. Hey, I'm not one to judge. Alright, now the breakdown. The cannon is a high-damage, low-velocity, low-capacity battering ram. It's particularly effective at short range against large ships. It's really, really effective if you can catch a smaller medium ship at the apex of a parabolic course change. Okay, when the, sh when the ship stops turn around. Nuggets? Okay. Don't hold your breath with that kind of perfect shot, though. By the time you line up enough of those to kill your opponent, you're already full of holes yourself. But if you have a fighter escort and plan on hunting the big whales, a cannon or three can make short work of large and unshielded hulls. Next up is the multi-cannon. By far, this is the most popular and versatile of the kinetic weapon arsenal. It's available for all hardpoints, has a decent magazine size, and an excellent rate of fire. On your smaller Vipers and Cobras, batching a pair of multi-cannons with a pair of lasers is an efficient way to knock targets out of the sky. On larger vessels, try to spread laser and multi-cannon coverage around the ship so you can switch between weapons when finishing targets off. You know, if I were restricted to only one type of weapon for all missions ever, I'd load up on multis. Finally, the Frag Cannon. I know most of you rooks wouldn't touch a hand weapon if it promised you a week on Ganymede in a private suite, but surely most of you have seen or heard of a shotgun. No? Okay, so a shotgun is an ancient firearm that shoots a packet of small fragments that disperses from the muzzle in a conical pattern. The dispersal pattern dissipates the projective force of the weapon quickly, greatly shortening its range. The frag cannon is basically a spaceship shotgun. One interesting note is that it tends to be more effective against shields than a typical kinetic attack for reasons that are above my head, but probably because the multiple simultaneous strikes over a wide area of the acme ablate more of the plasma field. You know, go find a boffin or an egghead if you're that curious. Anyway, the frag cannon is a good choice if you plan to get up close and personal with your opponent and aren't that sure of your aim. Kinetic weapons are a great way to make sure that you get your opponent before he gets you. Just know when to mount him and when to pull the trigger. Alright, put that last sticker on your lunchboxes and change into your flight suits. Skids up in 10. See you in the deep black. Come on, Mama's not gonna save you today. Let's go. You wanna fly or not? Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Uh, I was up higher, so maybe I saw some vehicles while I was up there. 
seven for the those playing at home. Seven. Nah, no, you didn't. But you do see what looks like tracks coming from the front door. From from where you're you're up high, looking down, it's a lot easier to see in the in the sort of like it's not quite snow and it's not quite sand, but it's like sandy ice. Sand. You know, it's like chipped and yeah, it's sand. Yeah. Does, so uh, it's snow. It's snowy. It's snow sand. Well, yeah, does, you know, Red, does Red point this out? Yeah, I figured Ray right, said you wouldn't see any vehicles, and then I was like, "Well, I saw some tracks coming out the the door. It, Maybe what kind some of tracks small... are there? Is it like like motorcycle tracks or like quad runner tracks or? Um, well, you guys can go take a closer look at them if you want to. Or Gary shielded recon quad bike. <laughs> Someone's been studying their vehicle guide. Yeah, okay, I just no. scrolled down. <laughs> yeah, I just scrolled down. No, <laughs> no the, 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 the metagame answer to that question is no, but, <laughs> but I, you know, I dig your moxie. If you want to go investigate those tracks, I'm going to give you a plus one just for trying. <laughs> so, yeah, go go if, if you want to go investigate those vehicle tracks. Uh, uh, I go, do. Why don't you roll, don't you roll this, not a perception this time, but I want you to roll me a... Um, uh, systems. Give me systems. So, so to be clear, is Ryu going off by herself? Or sorry, God damn it, I can't remember everybody's character. It's okay. Adira is Adira going off and 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 investigating the tracks by herself? The the tracks actually drive away from the airlock. It's not immediately apparent in front of the airlock, but as you get a few feet away from the airlock, there's a clear set of tracks that that, you know, that, that drive assuming, away. And I'm assuming that I need to be out of the vehicle to. To do Check a closer look, yeah. To, 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 right. to get a closer look from it, yeah. Okay. You're rolling, yeah. Uh, oh, Nine okay. plus yes. two. Okay. All right. So basically, what you're looking at here, yeah, from a, from a nine, with a nine plus two roll like that, what you're looking at here looks a lot like a basic snowmobile. It looks like it's got treaded, um, treaded tracks and uh, like skis on the front, kind of a thing. So it's uh it's it's it it looks like it's, it could handle both like the sort of All snowy right. sand type stuff or basic rock uh, or the, you know uh, that it can that it can go okay. on. Okay. okay. Normally, so. I would be telling you guys that uh, that we don't have anything else that we need to worry about here, but seeing as how they have somebody here has an easy way, easy quick way to get to somebody else to tell them that we're here. As much as it hurts me to say it, I agree with the full frontal assault. Well, I was got to say let's split the party. Um, <laughs> well, we we it, the the vehicle's taken off, right? It's not here. The ski thing, this the snowmobile. As far as you can tell, there's only one set of tracks. Oh, was it leading away? I'm sorry, I missed that. It, it, you can see one set of tracks. I mean, you're not entirely sure whether it's going away or coming back because there's only the one set. Okay. It's, it, it's t- you can't. It's just. It's just the one set. Um. So I. So my my point is is that we can't leave this unattended because we don't know if they've got another one inside they could pop out with and go tell somebody they don't have. We we in theory took off their comms, but we're not even quite sure about that. Yeah. Um, we need. I think we need to have people stay here and people will go track down these these tracks. Does tracks it- could be old though. They could be from yesterday. We don't know somebody took off today when they saw us, right? Wouldn't it make sort of yeah, sense for them to have radioed in when they had antennas? Hey, dear, does it? Can you tell where the tracks go? Uh, that's what I asked no. <laughs> the DM. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The tracks lead off uh, towards the 
uh, medium building. Which they, we they, can they establish off, is the lab they now. Lead, they, lead, they lead off towards what would be the northwest. Well, it looks like they're going away from us, guys. Somebody definitely left here. I don't know how long ago it was, but... I mean, theoretically, I mean, again, theoretically, they could, the tracks could be coming back, but the point was made earlier that up until about five minutes ago, they had a really expensive radio array up on the top of the building. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling confused now because you keep saying they're leading toward a, <laughs> well, the I mean, I'm saying, structure. Well, I mean, there's... It's... it's let's, let's draw an imaginary line from okay. the medium building off to the north west and this building right. the line the line the track line goes between them yeah the, so I mean, you, you, all we know it, is that happens people move between them but not when or which direction or how often right. or how, however the point was made that up until about five minutes ago they had a really expensive powerful yeah. radio array up on the top of the building whether or not a vehicle is still in this building the odds the odds that they have told someone else that they saw me are very high. All right, I agree. Let's just cut this thing open like a tin of tuna fish. Okay, that 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 the plan. Where, Is where's there tuna your fish in this world? <laughs> where's your Where's your entry point? What are you What are you going to shoot at? They definitely have beluga. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I say we just cut the airlock off with our uh, with our plasma guns. That's uh, least likely to destroy any equipment, I think. I agree. That's my plan. Okay. Okay. Who's 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 trigger man? Or well, I'm still out woman, of my vehicle, or, so. <laughs> or multiple trigger people. I say we all just do it. Just just blow a gaping hole where the airlock used to be. Is everybody on board? Yeah. Right, everybody in their let's vehicle ready to fire. <laughs> okay. Everybody roll. Hey, dear, you Shoot. point with your hand where you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I got a six. Five. Four plus one is five for me. I rolled a three plus one, so yeah. So <laughs> you all line up in a row, you know, ready, <laughs> aim, fire, and you aim at the broad side of the barn. <laughs> and you just spray plasma it just everywhere. Like well you and you manage to completely ruin the wall <coughs> and mangle the airlock, but you do not actually penetrate the building at all. But this 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 side of the building is like just like slagged and damaged, and and the airlock is fused closed at this point. Well, I, I would it's like just, to point well, out. It's a good thing we have infinite ammo. The the plasma to hit is actually n- nine. Right, that's like because you're uh, when you're doing that, you're it's designed to be in a vehicle combat. So the other guy has a speed defense, and he and he's also got you know sometimes armor and all that. We so don't it's, get that's meant to be in the vehicle def- combat. A plus because he's right. going so, zero. Well, because yeah, our team right. is not moving. How fast, the thing is, is, how fast right. is this building going? <laughs> so the, the question, yeah, that, that, that's the, the, conceptually what I mean. You're literally aiming at the broad side of a barn, and so, at a, but but you're aiming at a specific point of of the barn with the idea in mind that you will then gain entry to. So it's like you. I, so I gave it a seven. I wanted you guys. To, I want. I wanted you guys to roll sevens. I really wanted you guys just to get sevens to Somebody. successfully carry through your plan. <laughs> not a one of you rolled a seven. Not a, not a single one of you rolled a seven. So you've slagged this entire wall and fused the airlock shut, and you're then there. You are. Nobody's getting Let's out. Let's do it again. We got infinite ammo. You've got. Th- you do have three more walls at this point. I'll just go ahead and point that out. So <laughs> we can work on this same wall. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Adira. Is it obvious to us that the airlock is fused? Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 
Hmm. You have, yeah, okay, it's, so it's our original wreck. plan failed, guys, but we shut that airlock down good. I don't think hmm. we need to do anything else here. Nobody's getting in or out of this for a long time. Cool. Good point. Plan. Leaving it alone. The counterpoint to that would be if there's evidence inside that we need to uh, secure for GFR. <sighs> we'll get I that on the way right. out. <laughs> so, I, 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 you know, I, the, the airlock slides. I mean, the plasma would eventually vaporize the metal. But maybe we just cut a hole in another wall and go for that. What do you think? Why not just hit this one again? It's already damaged. We'll just keep going until we get through it. Yeah. We'll get in there. Let's just do it. We're going to, we just get it line up again and, you know, ready aim. Here's an idea. We've weakened this wall. I vote for red to just ram it and uh, do like a Kool-Aid man thing. <laughs> but I did just roll. So didn't I shoot since we were talking about it and I roll? Doesn't that count? Uh, did I cause any damage? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, so do you, do you, do you, what were you aiming at? We were all talking about it at the airlock. So you're until you hit the, uh, so yeah, you, you melt it some more. Okay, cool. Good job. That yeah, was it's, it's now it's now it's now even meltier than it was melted before. So that that's good. Like right. well, liquid I, I melted, think, you know, or it's hardened. Well, it softens and then it hardens once he stops shooting, and the coldness of the uh, of the environment kind of takes over. So you know, it's it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, a phase change. So um, you know, my metagame scanner. <laughs> Your metagame scanner? What's your metagame scanner doing? My metagame scanner is going off, and it tells me we should pick a different wall and try and make a hole in that one. That your metagame scanner might be pinging, picking up on something here. That might be you do have three additional walls, which are at this point working as intended. Unlike right. this wall, which is no longer in a working <laughs> as intended state. That this wall has special properties now. That happened. Right, let's try the, and nobody rolls a seven roll, at a stationary on target. Random walls here. There are the three walls. There, there's really there's no verse, there's no distinguishing feature at any of the other three walls. Which pick one. Let's try All to right. shoot the corner out. All right. Sure. We try and make a hole in one of the corners. Okay. Ready? All right. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Got me an eight Get plus one. A three. I just want I, I just want to say my character is not comfortable with doing anything more to this building herself. You don't have to pull the trigger if you don't want to. I'm, I'm just explaining myself. Okay. But I know that Roland was right when he said that we need to check for the data. So mm-hmm. while I'm not participating, I'm not trying to stop you either. Well, we're She's, barely okay, participating. Her, so her, her trigger figure is not is not twitched. Okay, so Ken Shadow rolls a three, Justin rolls a four, and Henry have did, did you rolled a nine. He rolled a nine again. He rolled a, he yeah. rolled a nine. Okay, so oh, okay, okay so, so so we only have two out of three failures this time. So you don't like you don't like collapse the wall and like you know uh, do do anything but you don't get in either you just you you beat the hell out you beat the hell out of what you're shooting at and it kind of uh, turns into rubble and all kind of thing, but you don't have a clear path inside nor do you see evidence of sort of an explosive decompression which would be indicated if you'd actually sort of punctured the 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 stuff you know, I think there's a really good chance that we've given anybody that's inside this building a heart attack at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? They're in there you know, going, they could have knocked. Something crashes on the roof. They <laughs> yeah, get all this laser fire on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So yeah, uh, just like yeah. some elderly couple living in there, like <laughs> running farm. a giant radar station. You know, like you do in retirement. People do that. All right, we're next wall, guys. Let's go for it. Everybody ready? I'm go. still hanging back. I got a natural ten. If I don't get in this time, I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh wow. Okay, so a natural <laughs> ten from Henry, a natural one do, from Ken Shadow. Do uh, I need uh, to dodge? Tiebreaker. <laughs> tiebreaker. I'm gonna spend a, a karma. No, no, you're not. This no. is tiebreaker. Okay, all right. Justin, Justin <laughs> rolls a two. ten. Eight plus two. The tiebreaker goes to Justin. We had a we had a natural ten, which I would give like you know super awesome success to. We had a natural <laughs> one, which would be utter failure unless I let you roll a karma point, which I wasn't going to let you run this time because this is your third try trying to do this. So no, <laughs> but Justin, Justin breaks the tie. Justin, congratulations to Red Red Barnes breaks the tie. He's, the two the the previous two didn't seem to go that well, and he goes maybe what I need to do is do. What did you do different this time, Red? What did you do different? I got closer. You crashed into it like the cool. <laughs> <laughs> you what? I got What'd closer. <laughs> he got closer. He got closer, and he and and that that dis- closing the distance to the wall made the difference. And so he punctured. You've punctured the seal. You've pe- you punctured the inner seal. You see, kind of a spray of rubble sort of come out, and there is a crack in the wall just wide enough for like a single a, a person in a spacesuit. Sort of get through it. This would be perfect opportunity if we had grenades. <laughs> and this is why Clev didn't give you any because we want to <laughs> see what's inside. <laughs> I roll a two, bam, and you blow off your head, uh, your own head, and you're dead. <laughs> unless you're holding so floor wax, and then you're unless fine. you're holding unless you're holding floor wax because you can use it as a salve. <laughs> I'm gonna be all right, guys. I'm just gonna put some floor wax on it. I'll be all right. Hey, it it staunches bleeding, right? Yes, it did. Yes, it, it's first. It's in every first aid kit in the in the universe now. All right. So, with the successful uh, maneuver of getting closer, uh, Red Barnes has managed to to make the difference and uh, has, has punched you punched your way into the building on the third try. Uh, there's a hole and no atmosphere inside the spot you just punched open. So, what do you want to do? And big enough for a person to squeeze through, I assume. Mm-hmm. And not even really a squeeze. I mean, it's not like you're going to yeah. cut your suit open or anything on it. It's 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 it is a person-sized hole. All right. No one's immediately coming out, right? Not that you can see. Did anyone? Uh, nobody uh, will... flew out with the decompression. <laughs> no, no, no. You just, you rub, just basically, you know, rubble and and um, uh, roll perception. Roll perception for me. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Roll perception to see what flew out of the door. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Seven see guys. anything, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nothing. Okay, so nine, uh, nine plus one. We've got nine nine ten. So Rio, Rio, as, you, you, uh, as you see things uh, sort of flying out, what you see is uh, prepackaged food, um, like uh, the dishes, forks, and knives. Ooh. It's a goddamn cafeteria, guys. <laughs> She, that, right. That's what she saw. She she's the one that rolled. Oh oh, did Red Barnes? Red Barnes got a, yeah. a ten there too. Yeah, he, he saw he saw the same thing. And so did Kinshadow. He got a seven. So seven, ten, ten. Yeah, Ale didn't see anything, but there's the see... stomach rumbling. I'll bet you it's like a space Starbucks because they had all those antennas for the free Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> so we just hit the wrong place, guys. You just hit the wrong place, boys and girls. Shall all we go right. inside and check it out? All right. That would be. Yeah, that, I that's, think, are, is everyone yeah. hopping out, or somebody want to stay in the truck? Oh, I was hopping out. I'm staying Jeez. in the truck. I'm gonna keep Is it, a watch. A deer, a deer's making a beeline, huh? You're out. You're out. You're up first. Uh, I wouldn't say beeline, oh, okay. but because I, 
I'll use I'll use Adira's cover. I mean, I'll, I'll do it behind Adira. <laughs> All right, with with, with Kin Shadow success, uh, you know, uh, slightly using Adira as cover and or covering Adira. <laughs> All right. Uh, those two head towards the building. Ale, are you going? No, I'm gonna watch to make sure nobody comes up here because we probably okay. have alerted people. Can I You're look watching. around before they go in? Can I do like a perception across the horizon? Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. I um I have my laser pistol out. By the way, okay. seven plus two. I've rolled a nine. You see no one approaching. You see no one approaching. You've got a pretty good line of sight around the whole building. Okay, and Shiv, are you going in the building too? Uh, hey, Ale, should I stay out here with you or go in with him? I'll let you guys know if I see anything, and I got my my plasma repeater still ready. So, go right. ahead. I'll go in with All my right. fancy uh, machine gun. I, I will also be armed with my own pistol. So I am picturing myself as at least attempting to be. Stealthy. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> sure. Not, not like well, not not like that. I mean, like you know, um, sticking close to the wall and not. Yeah, just you're you're taking advantage of the door. right. You're taking yeah. advantage of cover, making sure that you don't give anybody a clear line of sight out out of the hole. Right. Okay. Yeah. So right. I, I try and yeah. mimic her, and I helm the Mission Impossible theme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll a music check. No, uh, that's um, <laughs> where's yeah. that one? So, uh, so yeah, so, so you guys, your head, you're, you're at, let's say, let's say you, you, you safely make it to the the hole in the wall. You're you sneak in there, um, in in that order. Adira, Ken Shadow, Shiv, you are in basically a space kitchen. Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? We're all friendly, so let's just be friendly. Some say he's not asked for consent to write these segments, and that he may be in breach of Article 4 of the EU's GDPR. But all that we know is he's called... Well, we don't know what he's called, because we can't say his name because he hasn't authorized third parties to release the information. A recap of last week's community questions. Who's ready for changes to power play and community goals? Is anyone still playing No More Sky? Any games we're missing? Okay, let's move on to general feedback. Sean Newbar writes, Wonderful show. I love the part in the RP where everyone looked out the window at the building and saw nothing. I can just imagine one of you looking at your phone, another is looking off in another direction entirely, etc. And in an unprecedented second email, Sean Newboy writes again. Wonderful show. I especially love the part in the RP where everyone tried to see the details of the building and four was the highest roll. Definitely can't name the squad Eagle Eyes. Ah, uh, Eagle, uh, early dangerous reference with the Eagle Eyes and the Thargoids. And then they have eyeballs and they uh, can see. Uh, uh, that was funny. Actually, that's funny. It was good. We're all bad people. We are a bunch of noobs in that squad. I mean, they basically said, hey, uh, why don't you nomad hobos come work for us here at Police Cruisers? Go kill some drug lords. <laughs> and we're like, okay, guys, no problem. I'm going to go do that. It's no wonder we're still See, trying to get in that yeah. building five episodes later. It's it's Guard Frequency Origins. The people that were running Guard Frequency could not afford to be picky at the beginning, right? It was just whatever, whoever was around. It was just like, you know, our budgets are really tight. We've got to expand personnel, but I, quality is not our first priority on this on this go around. Now, Valis never said that to me. I'm telling you right now, she made it seem like we were elite. You know, she's That's like, we need she's a really you guys. good recruiter. She's she a really say, good recruiter. We can afford you guys. 
<laughs> and little known fact about those police cruisers is that they have all these struts right in the middle of the window, and it's very bad visibility. <laughs> it truly, yeah, it was poor design, poor design choices. Yeah. People right. bitch about the freelancer struts. These police cruisers are just way worse. Those, those Vipers, just a big metal pole right in the middle of everything. Right, right in the middle, yes. Right in the middle. And SRVs are not built for chicken, but I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> that's what I mean you can't do it. No spoilers. No spoilers. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't do it. Onward and upward, Alec Turner writes in and says, Thanks for not mentioning my falling with style buckyball race, guys. For not talking about it at length, nor saying when and where it was happening, or describing it as cool. Sheesh. You asked me one small favor and you don't get the shaft. Winky face, winky face. In return, I definitely won't be plugging your awesome slap idea for squadrons. Nor will I share any videos from my race below. And, of course, there is a link in the show notes for uh, his shares. So, yeah, they, they, they are pretty they are pretty cool. Uh, from what I understand, they've uh, busted a record. Uh, it takes less than five minutes to fall 15 kilometers uh, now. So, that apparently is a, is a record. That's cool. And falling with style... Style is a is an interpretive word. Uh, you know, I mean, it depends on what kind of style you're into. Uh, if you're into Dramamine and uh, sort of vomit in your helmet, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, that, that motion sickness oh, of, of any kind. Yeah, uh, that, yeah is, that, that is not a picture I needed to see right now. Well, but it is a style. It is it is a style of a sort. So no, yeah, if that's I, what I you're think into. That's a failing. No, if that's what you're into, then uh, then then that's what you should definitely uh, you should definitely check that out. No, it, it is cool, and I love the emergent kind of gameplay that Elite supports. And uh, and and thank you, Mr. Turner, for agreeing to uh, plug plug the slap. That should be ha- we should make that a hashtag. Plug the slap. That that couldn't be taken wrong at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Not like anything else we say on this show, because everything else we say on the show is on the up not, and up. Not at all. Not at all. Nothing makes it to the blooper reel. I, I would like to mention another race that happened very recently, too. Um, it's very kind of a similar stuff thing is what Alec was talking about. But um, uh, the start, some guys did this thing called the Daymar Rally in, mm-hmm. uh, in Star Citizen, where they, it, if you look at, just Google the, the, the Daymar Rally, and there's a, they have a good number of videos that kind of show it. But it, it turned out pretty well, too. So, um uh, there, and I think there is a French one that's coming up soon, too. I just saw it ad for it. So if I can get off my butt and find out the name of that, I will try and plug it before it happens so people have a chance to to also participate in that one. Is is this the one Is this the one where everyone just, like, pulls past the starting line and then surrenders? It's a French joke. A French joke. Yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out there. That's so culturally insensitive. I, well, we've just, we've just done, got done praising the, the EU for all of its, uh, you know, advanced privacy work. I figure I got to balance out the karmic stuff by throwing a cheap insult. Lennon totally will appreciate it anyway. That totally makes sense. Yes, and I'm sure the audio editors would not feel insensitive because they're British, right? Like I say, if you're making fun of the French, Lennon's all for it. So, Patreons this week, man, I give a new guard frequency shirt off my back for a new Patreon, but I don't have one. Hey Henry, how many guard frequency T-shirts do you have? Several dozen. I wouldn't say several, several dozen. dozen. I'll say a couple dozen. A couple dozen. <laughs> All right. We're going right, to start. Right around start. 24. Right. That's that's an oddly specific number. Well, actually, it'd be 26 because I have two myself. Those are mine. Okay. So you're keeping those. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to start rolling these suckers out. They are handsome and smooth. So we're going to start rolling these suckers out to, to uh, guard frequency but, personnel but, and patrons. 
but I don't even have one. I, 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 I mean, it's the same line every week. I don't have one. I just made them. Like, I've been working them. my ass off, guy. <laughs> Man, he's bringing some Baltimore. Did you hear that? Did you hear that East Coast right there? <laughs> yeah, I did. Do not Go mess a with him, West Coast. Is that is that uh, making them? Is that is that your cheek to seat uh, reference there? Working your cheeks off. I he's working his working cheeks off. Big time, dude. <laughs> Tony knows. I've been working. I know. Really it's, hard. Yeah, it, yeah. It's everybody. Henry, knows Henry and Henry has been uh, dedicating hours to uh, a project. So drawing but, uh, pictures will, of Tony, basically. That's right. Here. He's just. It's. I've commissioned him to draw me as a Canadian trucker, as an Australian trucker as a french trucker yeah so <laughs> so look for that on the guard frequency website real soon real soon everybody all right away, i'm not going to show you that one tony has a trucker cal- calendar you know that has like 12 different ones it's, it's all it's all the same pose of me and the same hat with different flags on the front of the hat that's that's, that's it. something oddly inappropriate about all of them i'm sorry but every time, every time you said Tony is a truck, the only thing that came up was that '70s uh, uh, cartoonish icon uh, with the with the guy walking down the street with his leg far forward and the words "Keep on trucking." Yeah, <laughs> keep on that, that damn right with the bell bottoms. I know what you're talking about. Hell yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, this week's community question: Did you take advantage of the discount weekend in Elite? Would you like to see more of these events? And otherwise, how was the show? Are we partying like it's $39.99 or like it's 8.30 on a Tuesday before an algebra test? Drop us an email, a tweet, or a comment on our show posts, which you can find on our website and over on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of episode 215 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 216 on June 5th, 2018. So be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at Guard Frequency. We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, our artist, Ben Sanders, and of course, our audio engineers, Mikey and Lennon. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. I skipped a word there. Hellion has a new update with an A smaller and more maneuverable. One more time with not so much A. Not so much Fonzie. Not so much Fonzie in that one, please. Being all imperialistic and whatnot, it's like we've been conquered by England again, except England's not in the EU anymore. I'm so confused. You complaining about Lennon's editing? One in the Reyes system and one... Oh, (laughs) His phone goes off. (laughs) No, this is not just any phone. Hold on. Oh, this is the work phone. This is Jeff McGallister from the Lave system. Ah! <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I know. McAllister from the Lave system. You just trying to see what different noises I'm going to make? Is that what it is? I got a dozen.
Mikey will kill us, but I can go through all of my protest <laughs> vocalizations if you want to. I just like see, see your. I know, feet. I know, I know. I got like twelve. I got like like an even dozen protest vocalizations. It's I'm just, keeping them as a surprise. I needed this laugh, okay? I just love it, seeing your face turn these different shades. They're all yeah, from pink to red to crimson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, I only grow a goatee to break up the red when I get yeah, exactly. Thanks, Spencer. And my phone just buzzed.